It's showtime. Okay, Tokyo, South America, Australia, France, Germany, UK, Africa. Here we go. Head on with Bob Kincaid. Three hours of conversation, cussing and a discussing with America's only born and bred Southern liberal talk host. Head on with Bob Kincaid is brought to you each night by Coal River Mountain Watch. Coal River Mountain Watch invites you to become part of the solution, part of a sustainable future, part of the uprising against mountaintop removal. Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net. And now, from high in the hills of beautiful West Bicon, Virginia, here's Bob Kincaid on the Head On Radio Network. Well, howdy. And here we go, off and running on this final day of February 2024. Leap year, 29th day of February 2024. The shortest month of the year comes to a close. And glory, glory, hallelujah, we enter the month wherein the beginning of spring resides. Yeah. Hi, I'm Robin. This is The Horn. I'm late. Head on dot live is where you'll find us on the interweb tubes. That's where you go if you'd like to be part of the merry, wacky, zany, real-time, madcap, multimedia extravaganza that is the Horn Chat Room in the three hours in which this program is live, Monday through Friday, 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, all time zones in between, and the Great Globe Round. And where, if you are in fact listening live right now and you have been patient with me and not bailed out simply because I'm late... I'll explain. Uh, well, you'll be greeted by the not-so-early arrivers now. That would be Irish Dave and Micah and Ralphs and Ron and Korea and Squeaky, all capably moderated by Horn Chief Agronomist, Horn, Chief, Horn Math- Chief Mathematician, Bud Trimmer Emeritus, and Zimmergist Extraordinaire Roger in Oregon. It is Thorn in the Side Thursday. It is the final program of February, as previously noted. And if you are listening to the uh, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, pretty please uh, consider uh, consider uh, you know liking each episode of the podcast. Subscribe on a couple of platforms. Leave a comment or a review, something like that. That uh, you can let people see that folks are interacting with the program. And uh, that would be extremely helpful because we're, you know, constantly in search of uh, adding voices to the, uh, well, to the conversation. And so we say thank you on this final day of the month to our our Patreon subscribers. Their uh, Patreon subscribers, uh, well, 
the payouts come out on uh, the first day of the month. So thank you, Carl. And thank you, Aurora. Thank you to Miss Terry. Thank you to Theo in Oregon. Thank you, Randy Radar. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Janice. Thank you, Jake. Thanks, Nancy. Thanks to Bernadette there in Humboldt. Thank you, uh, Mike in Cascadia. Thank you, Michael of the Guffins. Jeff in Slow. Uh, Kay, thank you. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, James. Thank you, Aaron. Annette, thank you. Joanne, thank you. Lori, thank you so much. Vernon in San Diego, thank you so much. Kat in Ohio, thank you. Brendan, thank you. KW, thank you. Erwin in Montana, thank you. Barb, thank you. Horst in Taiwan. Robin, thank you. Different Robin. Thank you to Terrace. Thank you to Brother Deacon Asa. And thanks to Jeremy. Thank you one and all for being partial sponsors of the program. And, uh, of course, well, as ever, every program here at the Horn begins with gratitude. Uh, let me double-check over at uh, PayPal, because there aren't any 29th day of the month subscribers because of leap years. But just the same. Um, uh, thank you to Charlie. Charlie, that's so kind. Thank you so very much. And thank you to Dave and the Blind. And thank you to David in Oregon. Thank you all for helping to keep all of this going. So, we got a fighting chance, y'all. The fundraising goal stands at $205. No, wait a minute. No, $165. Thank you. Math, you know, maths. Ciphering. $165, and we finished the month of February fully funded. And that's... uh, that's profound, profound indeed. So we should probably get right into things, but let me explain my uh, tardiness. I <laughs> I was on the phone with India, or perhaps Malaysia, I don't know, um, for about a little over an hour. Because it's the last day of the month and somebody had to pay her health insurance premium. And, oh, my health insurance carrier. I think their, uh, I think their website was designed by someone who was on the brown acid. And it was, uh, well, it was a long and tortured process to say the very least. But I think I finally got through it. I think my health insurance is paid. And it only cost, uh, you know, a little over an hour. But cross your fingers that it's paid. Earlier today, I went and got some blood drawn. That was fun. You know, just checking my levels and making sure everything's working the way it's supposed to be. And who the phlebotomist? I mean, it, it didn't even hurt, but wow, she beat me up. I'm uh, I'm right blue and purple there on my good vein on the inside of my left elbow. And well, it'll it'll dissipate in time. But at any rate, 
it is thorn in the side Thursday, and uh, I need to kill off that sound effect. I don't know why it defaults to coming on, but yeah, that little gets annoying after a while. Now, uh, where to begin? We, I, not we, I. I left out a story yesterday. Oh, wait, before I jump into this, what's that billable wreck? Hi, Robin, I was about to send out Lassie to look for you, and you're not even a hole this, in, a, in a hole this month. Not, you know what? It's amazing, isn't it, uh, to have less than a, the ordinary day's fundraising for the final day of the month? That says something. I... <laughs> No, I, I wasn't I, no, billable. I wasn't in a hole. I was, I was virtually in somewhere in South Asia. But thanks, thanks for the concern. What I what I what I said though is that I had left out. Uh, or missed a story. It began yesterday and it continues to unfold today. And it uh, it, it it concerns a one man human crime wave. No, I'm not talking about Nitwit Nero. I'm talking about uh, Clanny Granny's son. Yeah, uh, 18-year-old Tyler Bobert, who got busted on Tuesday in Rifle, Colorado, which is where uh, she and her dingus-dangling ex-husband once made a home. And is 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 it Tyler who? Yeah, was it Ty? Is it Tyler who? impregnated the underage girl yeah um that's in garfield county colorado and he got he got mm, nailed with uh he caught charges as the hip kids say four counts of criminal possession of a financial device Four counts of criminal possession of ID documents and a count of conspiracy to commit a felony. Four misdemeanor counts of ID theft. Three misdemeanor counts of first-degree criminal trespass. Three misdemeanor counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. And three counts of the petty offense of theft of less than $300. That's a lot. Especially for someone that runs around barking and grunting about the Biden crime family. Yeah, but the story doesn't end there. She absolutely got roasted uh, for her previous pronouncements. It was only hours before her baby boy got taken down uh, that she said, the Biden crime family will go down as the most corrupt political family in American history. And then just hours later, her 
little criminal son, spawn of the loins of her criminal ex-husband, well, caught the aforementioned charges. And uh, over on that website, formerly known as Twitter, people had a field day. I guess Lauren Boebert posted this before the police station called her to come bail out her son. She put this out on the same day her 18-year-old son was arrested and charged with 20-plus criminal acts. Again. But do go on, Congresswoman. I like the creative ones. Biden crime family aged like a bowl of milk on a Death Valley trailer roof. And it turns out that she did, well, she, uh, uh, for the uh, arraignment of her bouncing baby boy, she was uh, a, a reporter who uh, followed the proceedings, said that um, Lore Lore was watching uh, was watching the proceedings at a at a distance and uh, of course because privilege uh, the young uh, the young criminal I mean uh, the scion of the Bobert clan was admitted to a personal recognizance bond with no supervision The judge forbade any screenshots during the Zoom arraignment hearing. Don't know if the judge does that for other defendants not named Boobert. Well, like mother, like son. According to the judge and the, the lawyer, Lauren was watching the proceedings. Meanwhile, her dangus, her, her dingus dangling ex uh, issued a statement on the young the, the young crook. My goodness gracious! Uh, the mugshot from just from the appearance of the mugshot. It appears the young man is, um, and this is a complicated science term, high as fuck. Barely hold his eyelids open. Jason Bobert, who once whipped out his dingus and showed it to an underage girl in a bowling alley while he was uh, sucking down some brewskis, said, I know my son is a good-hearted child and still has his whole life ahead of him. What it boiled down to was that there was a, there was a minor crime wave in Rifle, a string of vehicle trespass and property thefts there. My love said, "Dingus dangling, Jason. My love for my children is unconditional, and I vow to stand by them unwaveringly through all of life's challenges, ensuring that I'm there for my children." regardless of the circumstances, is a value I hold dear as a parent when I'm not holding a beer in a bowling alley and whipping out my junk. Sorry, I added that last part. 
I've made a commitment to provide the best possible support and guidance to my children, even though I may feel like I have failed at times. I'd be, yeah, you know, the day you whipped it out in the bowling alley and showed an underage girl your thing, that might be one of those times. I will continue to keep improving. Tyler is in a uh, bit of a downward spiral. It was not quite a year ago when Tyler engaged in what was described as reckless driving and flipped his car with him and a buddy in it. He apparently flipped the car because he was driving so fucking fast, but all he got was a ticket for a defective vehicle headlight. Noble D'Amato, age 19, gave a quote and said, Well, I still have problems with my hand. My thumb almost got cut off. It prevented me from getting a welding job because I can't hold a TIG torch anymore. I'm a personal care provider now. Um, well, they tried to smear um, Tyler's victim back then. The injury reported was superficial at best and was addressed by medical professionals out of caution. But Jason Bobert supports him and he's going to be a better daddy. So we knew about the string of vehicle B&Es and so we but we know a little bit more. Uh, he uh he robbed a woman, young, young, misguided Tyler Bubert. He robbed a woman who told him she only had $75 left to her name. Oh, and the woman is dealing with a brain tumor. And apparently the apple falleth not far from the tree because Mama's little pumpkin isn't much smarter than Mama or her Dingus da- or his dangus dang- dangling daddy, uh, Tyler and his three underaged kids, pals, buddies, friends, were seen on any number of surveillance cameras breaking into people's cars, stealing credit cards that were inside, and then, well, they went shopping. It gets worse or better, depending on what you think of the story. The Bobert gang is him and three, uh, well, there's three guys and one underage female, young girl, that Tyler is alleged to have made a sex tape with. The apple really doesn't fall far from the tree, does it? In the surveillance video, he was wearing a sweatshirt from his mama and daddy's old restaurant, which no longer exists and is, in fact, a Mexican restaurant now. It was called Shooters. Hmm. Yeah, a brain tumor patient. 
another victim's 11-year-old daughter. Um discovered one of their burgles. And in point of fact, uh, the 11-year-old little girl's mama said, "Mm, maybe I should be more cautious. Don't ever leave my purse in the car again. And yeah, be more cautious. Be more cautious because I have two kids, an 11-year-old and a 3-year-old girl. The 3-year-old has a condition. Mama sent the 11-year-old to go back to the car to grab Mama's purse for her. That's when she came back and said, Mama, the car's a mess. Everything's everywhere. I don't know what happened. She had my purse in her hand, but without the wallet. She told me that there was nothing inside the purse. A purse snatcher. How sweet. Well, they do have those family values over in Maggot World. There are six victims to this crime spree, age range from 3 to 64 years old. Only only, uh, uh, young Boobert's name was made public because because the other three, well, they're juveniles. So he's only got 87 more felonies to go uh, to catch up with his mama's orange god emperor daddy. And now we understand the contributing to the delinquency of a minor charge. A sex tape? He allegedly made a sex tape with an underage girl? Um, if that recording exists, isn't that uh, what is most often referred to as statutory rape? Uh, Ralph's noting the three-year-old among victims in Lauren Bobert's son's alleged crime spree. He's the daddy. What? Yeah, he's a new dad, Tyler Bobert. Yeah, that's the one. He had sex with an underage girl. And now he's having sex with another underage girl. The three juveniles, 16-year-old white male, 16-year-old white female, and 17-year-old white female. I guess the three-year-old... No, the three-year-old is probably the 11-year-old's baby sister. Lorlor has since given a, given a quote, a statement. I love my son, Tyler. Has been through some very difficult public challenges for a young man and the subject of attention he didn't ask for. No, I think when you go on a crime spree, you're kind of asking for the attention when you get caught. It breaks my heart to see my child struggling, and in this situation, especially when he has been provided multiple opportunities to get his life on track, 
I'll never give up on him, and I'll continue to be there for him. As an adult, and oh, uh, and then uh, as an adult and father, Tyler will take responsibility for his actions and should be held accountable for poor decisions, just like any other citizen. Which means that she's working hammer and tongs in the background to make sure that he gets treated with kid gloves. I, I'm I'm so old that I can remember when uh, we thought that the that the uh, Palin gang was the height of right wing white trashery. Well. That ship sailed, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Lore Lore has a restraining order against uh, Dingus Dangling Jason. Dingus Dangling Jason said that that's a cruel and unfair attempt to stop me from seeing my kids. And then there's the entire reaching across the aisle issue. There in uh, hmm. that theater in Denver. Mama's little pumpkin and robbing a dying woman. Steve in New York says, That's them family values. Yes, they are. Good and God fearing and upstanding and Bible believing. Oh, Rifle Colorado, says Irish Dave, home of the glowing basements, uranium mill tailing sites, Department of Public Health and Environment. Well, maybe that maybe that explains a little bit. Now, Lou, with a little bit of background, further background on the Supreme Court taking the... Uh, Immunity case. The petition is granted limited to the following question. Whether and if so, to what extent does a former president enjoy presidential immunity from criminal prosecution for conduct alleged to involve official acts during his tenure in office? I saw that after uh, after the program yesterday. And mm, that made the little wheels turn. They may actually say that the president has immunity for official acts. But the thing is, that then leaves an insurrection as decidedly not an official act. And by the way, uh, Cynthia earlier today um, noting, good fucking riddance to McConnell. He can't exit stage left fast or soon enough for me, the filthy fucking pig. And here's another billboard. At least Biden doesn't wear diapers. P.S. That billboard should also include a suitable image of Trump in diapers. I'm just looking to get in the faces of maggots and piss them the fuck off and take out the at least part. Joe Biden doesn't wear diapers over the picture of Trump and diapers. 
and then add Biden doesn't need to. Cynthia was on a bit of a roll. Uh, the Bobert family, Clarence, writing, Hey, Clarence, I hope you're feeling better. Hope uh, Maybe you're testing negative by now. Um, really, I've been thinking about you, and I hope you're feeling much, much better. Bobert family, it's not hard to figure the parents of Tyler are not good parents. Mentors are also missing in this young man's life. I know many young men and women who need strong, mature guidance from their parents. The Boberts have failed in raising a responsible and respectful child. I hope the consequences are able to change this young man's path through life. He might want to cut his parents loose. That might be the only thing that saves him. Because Lauren, you know, Clanny Granny, Clanny Oakley is not going to stop being who she is even if she even after she gets her ass handed to her in the Colorado primary you know jumping uh, jumping districts as she did the last debate <clears throat> debate <clears throat> pageant she was in she was almost completely ignored and it's a pity uh, that can't well that and one wonders if the if the maggot that comes after her um, will be worse. I know it's hard to imagine that there could be someone worse than Clammy Granny, but I'm sure that person exists. But if they if, if they if, if that district were to turn blue, and then the district that she abandoned turns blue, who? Things could inter- get, get quite interesting in the House of Representatives. Uh, as to uh, a sex tape and uh, having sex and making babies with an underage girl, Micah points out, I believe we refer that, to that in our circles as child pornography. And we generally don't look upon too kindly those who produce it. But I'm just a liberal. Uh, what, what do I know? I know. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy in the Great Northwest, Bobert, Palin. Are those four cousins? <laughs> Snow machines. Dancing with the stars. Hunting wolves from helicopters. All the fam- mm, yeah. They do. They sound like kinfolk, don't they, Jimmy? And, the, well, this kind of feels like a case of people, of uh, members of the Leopards Eating People's Faces Party objecting to having leopards eat their face. The man who looks like rancid hot dog water smells has turned on counsel for the parking garage. Alina Habana Habana Habana. And this is after the revelation that Nitwit Nero can't pay his bond, can't pay, uh, can't pay the money into court. And well, Letitia James may get to start auctioning shit off. What do you want to bet? There's going to be a run on that. 
people wanting to own, uh, to take his properties away from them. And I don't know, rebrand them with things like mm, Trump is a criminal, Trump is a rapist. You know, the, the Trump is a rapist building. But uh, racist Bannon, who has for so long carried water for his orange god emperor, ah, there may be some cracks appearing. Um, and he's not particularly thrilled with the legal skills of uh, counsel for the parking garage, who, we will remember, would rather be pretty than smart. My point is the only way they knew they could stop Trump, or thought they could stop Trump, was through lawfare. That's why he's indicted for, you know, 700 years in prison. This is why they're taking and stripping, they're stripping the, um, his company from him. I don't, in, in a side note, I did not like, the first thing I have not liked in a while from the legal team, I didn't like coming with the $100 million in cash yesterday. That was not a typical, that was not Trumpian. I don't know what happened there in the miscommunication, but I think, and, and it was rejected as I thought it would. They're, they're, they're not going to let the... They're Bold of him to think it was a miscommunication. It was all he could scrape up, dipshit. He's broke. He's dipping into the operating capital for Magaloco and Bedmonster and Doral. And other, every other shitty little grift that he has. <laughs> it wasn't Trumpian. What? Yeah, yeah, Stevie Three Shirts, it was Trumpian because Orange Julius Geezer is poor as Job's turkey. I don't know what happened there in the miscommunication, but I think, and, and it was rejected as I thought it would, they're, they're, they're not going to let the... They're not. They're only going to try to crush Trump in every aspect in that New York situation. To me, everything you have to do is a show of force. My and by the way, don't you love that word, lawfare? Warfare, lawfare. Another neologism from the uh, from from the pits of incelery. Uh, Trump is a rapist, Stephen New York. Okay, Ms. Art of Word Knowing, isn't Trump is a rapist massively redundant? A little. Or should we add? Uh, should we add an adjective there? A proven racist or rapist? I mean, two things can be true at the same time. Not Trumpian. Over at The View today, they were having a high old time with the uh, announcement by Moscow Mitch yesterday that uh, he's not up to being Senate minority leader no more. I thought there might have been champagne involved. That was... Um, yeah, maybe some singing.
And the behavior of the uh, the behavior of the audience was more than a little bit interesting as well. Uh, wow, got them Jake breaks going. Check out the check out the the, the cheers of abject glee. So welcome back. The other big news out of D.C. yesterday was that the longest serving party leader in Senate history, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, announced it's time for him to go. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. I should say it the the correct way. Yeah. He's stepping down. <laughs> Take a look. I turned 82 last week. <clears throat> the end of my contributions are closer than I'd prefer. One of life's most underappreciated talents is to know when it's time to move on to life's next chapter. So I stand before you today, Mr. President, and my colleagues to say this will be my last term as Republican leader of the Senate. I'm no longer the young man sitting in the back hoping colleagues would remember my name. It's time for the next generation of leadership. So President Biden said he often disagreed with McConnell, but that he will miss him. So the question at this table <laughs> is, will you? No. I, I, will, I, I will miss him like I miss bird flu. Yeah. Is that yeah. clear enough? No. No. I, I How do you really feel that? I, I, I think, you know, I think most people understand that Mitch McConnell is singularly responsible for the composition of, of the Supreme of the Court. court. That's yeah, the I, current composition of the Supreme Court. I think most people understand that in a game of unfair political gamesmanship, whatever you want to call it, he denied President Obama the right to seat Merrick Garland. Mm -hmm. He stole a Supreme Court seat. And then do the next part. And then he pushes through someone. The handmaiden. A, well, he pushed through Gorsuch. Yeah, he's pushed, and then he, he also pushed through, pushed through, last through Amy, Amy, and Kavanaugh. Yeah. Um, and Kavanaugh. And, yeah. Kavanaugh. and, and so I mean, when you look at the state of this country and women's reproductive health rights and the way uh, immigrants uh, and undocumented people are being treated, um, just all the things, I don't know that he should be proud of his legacy. So and I think it was time for him to go. The interesting thing about Mitch McConnell is in the, the era of the GOP moving toward Donald Trump, he actually managed to stick it out. He outlived three House speakers, John Boehner, Paul Ryan, and Kevin McCarthy, who were kind of taken out by the MAGA crowd. Um, but he was always a bit of a villain in that world. And it's interesting to me because the biggest things that Donald Trump brags about accomplishing, to your point, would not have happened with Mitch McConnell, whether it's tax cuts and without, jobs. Without him. Without, without him. Without, without yeah, him, yeah, yes. Right. USMCA and the makeup of yeah. the Supreme Court and the judiciary writ large. Um, my caution would be this. Maybe trust the enemy you know. Who you are going to get in Mitch McConnell's place will be more extreme. They will not support aid to Ukraine, most likely. And it is somebody that... Aha! Elisa Farah Griffin understands the Arafat rule. What do you think about that? She's not calling it the Arafat rule. Uh, she just She just enunciated the Arafat rule. 
Biden, I thought it was a very thoughtful statement, who was willing to work with the White House at times. Other times not. I will give you that. And I, my final thing to Mitch McConnell, his low point was when he voted against the second impeachment. It came within 10 votes. Yes. He should have had he other Republicans would have followed and he wouldn't be in the position he was today. But I'm hoping that by stepping down, he does not go forward and endorse. So oh, history will not be kind I to forgot Mitch he did that, too. <laughs> But he hasn't endorsed Trump yet, and I would really love... What was he crying about? about was he touched by his own words well, or what? Why not in this moment just say what you truly know? They haven't spoken in three years. This would be a moment for McConnell to say this is not the right direction for our country. I'm not supporting yeah. Donald Trump. He attacked my wife. He took, yeah. He's taking I our mean, country the, the wrong direction. Just the, just the fact that you did not punch him out. <laughs> For messing with your wife. Mm. Said very racist things. It was an incredibly racist thing to say. And, you know, it sounded like you were okay with it because you didn't, you didn't say, what did you say about my wife? What? I will not. Power. Power. You know, you know, what we're talking about here is the, what we're talking about all morning here is the lack of checks and balances that we have relied on in this country since it was just, since, since, since it was, you know, Thomas Jefferson was around and George Washington. Well, we don't have that anymore. We have people who have their own agenda who are not, not interested in preserving the democracy that we have enjoyed all this time. Well, they, it's no checks and balances anymore. This is not what it's supposed to be like. No, it's people not supposed have to, to be, be like that. Pay attention to this and make sure that she says every day, uh, make sure you vote. Yeah. Because, because that's all. That is. If they let you, if they don't gerrymander, if there's not. Well, so the well, people like Warren Bobert and that other one, Marjorie Taylor Greene, are gerrymandered. That's why yes. they can't. That other one. There. But the you know what? Is rigged. Okay, Joy, you can, can say sport foot. It may be rigged, but you can fight it. Mm -hmm. You fight must. it. You gotta fight. Because if you're not well, gonna fight no it, choice but to do that. Well, yeah. There is a choice. People yeah. can say it's too much for me. Start speaking. You, know? well, Start you have need to, to think about the listen, electoral college. Local, local, local. Who you put in locally is everything. No, it's yeah. everything. Yeah. You know? And listen, this is a country we go up, we go down, we go sideways. When I was talking earlier about you know, the makeup of what the Supreme Court used to be and what the makeup of Congress and the Senate used to be. Yeah. yeah. You know, we are slip sliding into these things again, into some of these things which are not good for us as just That's Americans. Right. It's just not good for us uh, as Americans if we are not paying attention to what's going on. And this is, this is never before have we been on this kind of precipice. No. With everyone. See, it used to be no. just no. us. Yeah. And then just women and then just folks. Now it's all of us. It's everyone. Let's it's sing. everybody. Let's sing. Slip sliding away. Singing. They get to sing. They don't have fundraising deficits. Uh. <laughs> And going back to the uh, Supreme Court case with Nitwit Nero, uh, uh, Lawrence Hurley at NBC focused on one sentence in the Supreme Court's uh, acceptance of the petition. Hurley said... Uh, what the hell do these words even mean? There are 29 words. And it's those same 29 words 
that Lou and PA pointed out earlier in the program. Whether and if so, to what extent does a former president enjoy presidential immunity from criminal prosecution for alleged uh, conduct alleged to involve official acts during his tenure in office? Hurley, in turn, checked in with Norm Eisen, uh, who was in on the first Trump impeachment. He was the uh, ethics czar. I hate that word during the Obama administration, who said the language was extremely carefully crafted and that it was a signal that the court would reject what he referred to as the crazy absolute immunity idea. Then uh, uh, Hurley also talked to Randall Eliason, who said, my best guess is that they don't want to leave the impression that there's never any presidential immunity under any circumstances. They want to write something more nuanced. Jack Goldsmith of Harvard Law School said, what would suggest the court might conclude that a president cannot be prosecuted for acts central to his role, such as ordering military auctions, issuing pardons, or firing officials? And it seems to be as much a matter of what they refused to take up as what they did, because they did not agree to take up even the, uh, the, the even remotely the question or the assertion by his pettifoggers. Counsel for the parking garage probably is not going to be on this one. That uh, I can only be prosecuted if I was impeached impeached by the House and convicted. At trial by the Senate. Then, like, you, you could indict me, but not, no. And uh, uh, lawyer Eliason said, yeah, they took that one off the table. Now, what's on the table uh, down in South Florida is the fact that there are five, over five thousand pages of classified documents that were stolen, that Trump stole and tried to hide down at Magaloco. How do we know this? Because of the order that Aileen Cannon hack entered uh, this week. In that order, she said that Special Counsel Jack Smith sought permission to withhold 5,100 pages of classified documents from co-defendants Waltine Nauta and Carlos de Oliveira. So now we know more about the extent of his theft. Over at Newsweek, they said Cannon's ruling offers an insight into the large number of classified documents that Trump is alleged to have been hoarding at his Florida estate. And, well, Aileen Cannon in this case, trying to keep herself from being booted off the bench by the 11th Circuit, 
or booted off the case, I should say, said, yeah, Jack Smith gets to withhold the classified documents from Nauta and, and uh, De Oliveira. He's still sweating. And we can kind of tell he's still sweating because he's throwing fits again. Uh, get the bucket, not the hockey puck. This is potentially, din- well, dinner in the Central Standard Time Zone ruining. The radical left Democrats are at it again. They're constantly making up stories about me because their candidate is a mental and physical basket case. There's never been anything like it. He's also the worst president in the history of our country. He went on a very poorly rated show last night, and he talked about Donald Trump and his wife. I don't know the name of my wife. He was referring to the fact that at CPAC, where I had a sold-out speech, the biggest audience they've had in years, I think maybe ever, <laughs> I made the statement that Melania was very popular because when I mentioned her name, the audience went wild. I then looked at the two people, man and wife, Matt and Mercedes Schlapp, and I said, wow, they really like the first lady. So this... Matt and Mercedes Schlapp. I don't know, maybe Nitwit Nero feels a certain kinship with Matt Schlapp. Seeing as he he likes to grope people's genitals without their consent, too. This got taken is the fact that I thought Mercedes was the first lady. It has nothing to do with that. These people are really dishonest. They are absolutely something. They have a horrible candidate who's a horrible president. They make things You take a look at when I use Barack Hussein Obama and I interject him into where it's supposed to be Biden, and I do it purposely for comedic reasons. Yeah, because he's a comedian. He's so funny. And for sarcasm, because a lot of people say that Obama's running the country, not Biden, because he's sleeping all the time. They say, oh, I don't know. Um, Who was it? Remind me, who was it that was in bed by nine and whose entire morning was executive time till about 11? Do I recall that correctly? From the nightmare years of the reign of Nitwit Nero? Yeah, sleeping all the time. Well, apparently he can't sleep at all because he's ripped out of his brains on Adderall. And, you know, sending out tripes at all hours of the morning. Oh, my God, I was walking through the Piggly Wiggly earlier today. And, you know, I can be fairly culinarily adventuresome and curious, but they got a little clearance table that they put out with stuff that hasn't moved. And uh, <laughs> I think there were like six cans of canned tripe in milk in milk is 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 there any member of the horn family community congregation who will step up and say mm mm just like mama used to make i mean 
I'm not, I mean, tripe is tripe. I, and that, you know, that, that, that famous um, Latin American soup, Menudo, from which the adorable boy band got its name. <laughs> it certainly is a more appealing name than, you know, tripe soup. And here are the boys from Tripe Soup. No. <laughs> Where did... Why? 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 But it was marked... I mean, it was a bargain. It was marked down to like $1.99. And I was like, well, maybe I should buy a can just because it's $1.99. And then my brains kicked in and I went, no. I do it purposely for comedic reasons and for sarcasm... Because a lot of people say that Obama's running the country, not Biden, because he's sleeping all the time. They say, oh, I don't know the name of the president. Or when I imitate this guy getting off a stage, what they do is they say, oh, he had trouble getting off a stage. I have no trouble getting off a stage. Anybody that watches... I mean, come on. Is he whacked on Adderall right then? Breathe, Orange Julius Geezer. Breathe. What I do at rallies would say, wow, that's amazing. He can go two hours without a teleprompter, not making even a little mistake. Very few people, maybe almost nobody can do what I do. So here's the story. The disinformation of the Democrats is unbelievable. They do it because they have a horrible candidate. Don't associate me with the mental midget that you portray, because I want to tell you, he should not be leading this country. And hopefully on November 5th, He's not going to be. We're going to have a big election. We're going to have a big victory. And we're going to make America great again. Thank you. Or, you know, you may be in prison. So, yeah, there's that. Mental midget. Please. Oh, back to the tripe. Canned tripe in milk, says Brother Deacon Asa. I mean, they got to preserve it somehow. It's probably the building blocks for a decent alternative gumbo dish. No. I mean... Okay, but bless your heart for being culinarily adventurous, Brother Deacon. It's canned. It does. It, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, on Friday on the front porch tomorrow, uh, Roger can explain to us why you would want a canned tripe in milk. I mean, there's you know, there's there's also. What is it? Uh, uh, herring in white wine cream sauce. And that's not terrible. But tripe in milk? I'm, I, I picked up the can because I was curious because I just wanted to check. Nope, there's no kosher mark on this because that's the inner lining of a cow's stomach packed in a cow's milk. Nope, that'll that'll get you stoned outside the city gates, and not in a good way. Uh, Steve in New York, Aileen Cannon, was that 5,000 pages or 5,000 documents? 5,000 pages, according according to the uh, according to the order, 5,100 pages. Uh, Steve adds Trump's latest tripe. Tripe social. Again, I'm qualifying this because of my bias. However, he is as unhinged here as we've heard him in a very long time or ever. Points. One, he's everything, absolutely terrified. Two, somebody else clearly wrote this. Three, 
he's reading this and has no idea what he's reading. If I'm misreading this because of my bias, please let me know. No, they're 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 propping him up there and they're putting the words on the teleprompter, and you you can see his little eyeballs going back and forth. And what he is is he he's outraged, and that's the only thing he can convey is outrage. And it's gotten under his skin because Jehoshaphat practically every morning. Well, there goes the fire truck. I mean, it's not quite as noisy here as it can be, you know, on the streets of Gotham or the mean streets of L.A. or 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 the uh, uh, or the uh, further reaches of South Florida. But well, we get that every now and then. Oh, by the way, Clarence says uh, I'm COVID-free. I'm back on the road. My misery only lasted 48 hours. The booster shots worked. Thanks for the concern. Of course, Clarence. Of course. But at least now, when I say tripe on tripe social, I've got a mental image that it was a, it was it, it was a little bit. It was about a, half again the size of a can of tuna, and the label was yellow with a lovely photo of tripe. Maybe it'll be the logo, you know, of tripe social. Damn it, Robin says Christopher in Oregon. If Rick is anything like me, I guess we can both forget all about our midday snack of milk with Oreos. Wait, Nitwit Nero, don't associate yourself with mental midgets. Those are the only folks who vote for you. Uh, poop. Never knew what to do with the J at the end of Naranja. Is it Naranja or Naranja? But if it was Naranja, wouldn't it just be the N with the little squiggle over it? Naranja poop. Uh... Oh, yeah, tripe and milk, that would probably ruin a, any snack of Oreos. And Yeah, no. Um, sorry, Christopher, we regret the error. Uh, Lou in PA says, a wise sage once noted, he ain't going to make it. Todd's Law. Oh, Friday on the front porch, uh, Roger says, I'll be AWOL at the eye doctor getting my regular shot. As to tripe, my grandfather loved tripe boiled in milk, the most disgusting thing I ever ate. As to canning, there are no tested recipes for canning with dairy. Huh. Well, thank you for taking time, Roger, to... uh, to uh, at least provide that tidbit of information. And I hope everything goes well at the doctor's office tomorrow. Thank you. As to uh, Clarence, Stephen New York says, I would like to extend an express invitation to Clarence to come on the front porch on Friday. I would, Yeah, we'd love to hear from you, Clarence, if you want to jump in there. Uh, you could always use the stress line if you don't do the Skype thingy. Um, as to... Uh, Nitwit Nero's tripe there. You can't indict me on a Wednesday. That's my yoga day. Believe me. I like to ogle and harass the 20-somethings. MAGA! Well, now that he's not running Miss Universe anymore, he's got to go somewhere to ogle young women. 
So we are at the halfway point of the program. Again, my apologies for being late to the mic, but God, I hope my, you know, when you, I hope the payment went through. That's just, I hope the payment went through. That's, that's all there is. And at the halfway point of the program, we got $165 to raise. And thanks to everybody who's gotten 165 bucks, and we're fully funded for the month of February. That's saying something. But at any rate, let's run over to the stress line. I don't know who I've kept waiting, but let's find out. Hey, welcome to the program. Hi, Robin. Hey, Wave. How are you? Good. Oh no! This is one of this is one of those. Your call is breaking up uh, evenings. I'm gonna fix it because that's why I kept dropping out because I can't get my equipment. How about that? Okay, you seem to be better. All right. Yeah, um, two people who I told them they were gonna die six weeks ago. I'm beginning to feel like uh, the Grim Reaper's hype man. Oh no! Yeah, it's it's bad. They died. They died. One died violently, and the other died of an overdose. Although death is a logistical nightmare, Robin. And I'm, I'm not even that close to these people. In fact, one of these people wanted to be my enemy, and I talked them out of it. I mean, that, that was that was our conversation. I said, you're going to die. You have a kid. What are you doing? Here we are. Alcoholism is a motherfucker, Rob. That's all I got on that. It is fatal and lethal. And one of the cool things about the keys is you get to watch that shit tap the color. In fact, if I had to put something in the minus column, that's in the minus column. Everything here is about ethanol. Not just for gas. I'm I'm so really sorry. Cool right now. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm stunned. I didn't see it, but I heard the ambulances. And it's a, it was a type of, uh, Marathon is a very small town, 10,000 people. Maybe 5,000. And, and maybe 15,000, you know, transient residents. And then, you know, add another 50,000 tourists here for two days or a month or whatever. But, if you fart at the seven mile bridge, they smell it at Dakaka. And it's just a weird, very close-knit town, and you get to uh, meet everybody, hear anybody, and then all the gossip and this, that, and the other thing. And I, I was thinking, I came up with sort of a punchline, and I was going, you know, seeing the future is the worst superpower. Nobody believes you. Everybody makes fun of you. And when the deed happens, nobody has shit to say. It's just too big to comprehend. I, and, I, and you know what? In front of my Horn family, I've always had the shining. 
And I'm saying that uh, drunk on uh, Starbucks coffee right now. Not even weed today. It's sober, sober, sober. Just slightly, <sighs> slightly caffeinated. Huh? Just slightly caffeinated. Yeah, and it's... And I saw pictures of, of uh, Carolyn today. I finally looked in that part of your phone. You don't go because I like I hit a button this week to send a text, and her whole contact information came up. You know how phones can do that, and that kind of broke me. But still not past that. But then bodies and a dog that we're trying to find that's at the pound. The guy and his dog as well. But you know what? This, uh, what does this have to do with politics or Trump and some bullshit? The world is losing its shit collectively. We can't deny that. You're getting no fight out of me. And you know what? I, I got in an argument. I, I stood up for next. Good. Because, you know, people only read half a headline. And I told what happened. I said they're covering it up now. I didn't bring up the trans part, because this wasn't a conducive crowd, but I brought up the person part at school and bullies, because that's the important part. Trans is a component of it, but at the end of the day, it's evil people doing something heartless to someone helpless. And I was thinking today, sometimes it pisses me off that I'm a progressive or a liberal or whatever we're calling ourselves, because... I feel fucking bad for Bobert. And I know she wasn't in the, she was in the same situation. She went back. I mean, uh, exhibit number one, Hunter Biden. You know, look how they handled that. I, I, you know what? I got a lot of rage today. Rage. Cause we're talking about the same thing. We're talking about addiction. Aren't we? Uh, yeah. I mean, it would appear. This is an addiction story. Somebody, Blowing out windows and stealing purses, whatever—that's mess. That's what that is. You know, I didn't connect those dots, but you may very well be correct. Trying to run cars and spend five hundred at, but yes, uh, those are mess bodies. You know, and I wouldn't wish that on anybody, even Lauren Bobert. But it seems like karma is wearing the pointy shoes lately, doesn't it? Hold on. Karma is wearing... The pointy shoes. Yeah. The pointy shoes, yeah. Because she was the the main one jumping up and down. Look at you, bitch. Look at you. And here I am sorry for you. I don't want to dig too far into this because this is terrible and her kid could die and I don't care your politics at the end of the day. It's a kid. It's her kid. It's your son. He's fucked up because she's fucked up because they tell lies and they hurt people. You have a, but, you know, Wade, you, you have a, you have a deep and abiding quality of mercy and compassion. And I think we find that a lot. I think we find that a lot on our side. Yeah, it's annoying. It if, would be so if, much if, easier if I was a soulless sociopath. It really would. If 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 Tyler if Tyler Bobert 
were the son of, oh, I don't know, AOC. Or, I said the same thing. Or, I have to call in today. When you said or, white, white trashery, I said white trashery at the same fucking time. I was like, oh, my God, we're so good. <laughs> and not trash, trashery. No, I said AOC. If that was AOC's kids, oh, my God. All the cameras would be there. They'd be flying drones. There'd be a news blimp right now. And that's all you would hear. News blimp. Yeah, you, men- you mentioned I, you mentioned next Benedict. I wanted to share something with you. Joy in Ann Arbor sent this along. She said, you know how I feel about poetry, but this is beautiful. This is a poem for next Benedict by a poet named David Gate of Asheville, North Carolina. If God created the night and the day, and the dawn, of course, and the dusk, and the tangerine rose-pink sunset, and the infant bride of the morning and the deep amethyst twilight, then to perceive the world in binary is to forego knowledge of the divine. That is beautiful. And God is everything. Yeah. I'm not a woman. I'm not a man. I'm something you cannot understand. Thank you, Prince. I played Purple Rain. It was a Purple Rain type of day, by the way. <laughs> You're you're a whole DJ, but you should understand what that yes, is. Yes, I, I, mm, I do. Something in between. Do they have this kind of self-reflection on the other side? No. No. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm worked up on this whole Christian nationalism nationalism thing that they want to go do in nobody's book and on nobody's lips. Some shit they pulled out of their ass and and they're dragging us with them. I mean, every, you know what? I think about three years ago and I sound like a complete lunatic. And I probably wasn't a lunatic, but I had the proper words to say that they had everything I said in that call came true because they weren't beating the Christian nationalism flag. It was on a, um, it was on a, a Wednesday. It was on a, a prayer meeting Wednesday. And then I said I was going to start a church based on weed. And you know what? Miss Robin, I did that. But I'm not doing it like a bullshit church. I, I'm actually on a mission trying to help people. I, I, uh, I did help some people. I didn't get to those two. I said I was going to get to those two. I think I've come up with something psychedelic that resets that addiction game or whatever that switch so people can step back a little bit from the physical cravings and the mania and think about what the fuck's going on. And I haven't admitted that to anybody out loud, but yeah, I think I did something. And three guys I did it with, they're, they're, uh, they fixed themselves. But the three I missed, One's missing and two are dead. So I, I don't. I feel shame. I feel. I feel like I fucked up. You may feel that way, but you know but you I didn't. Can, you know you didn't. I know. I got it. I tried. Nobody else is trying. 
shot them both going off a cliff. Then, then, then I, then I, I, I then I under, then I understand that 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 overwhelming sense of grief that you you feel seeing the uh, the 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 Bobert story. Yeah, <laughs> I can't take I can't Smooth. take political shots right now. I want to. This is a this is a beach ball over home plate, but I can't. I can't do it. That lady's full of shit, but what she said came through. It sounded like they, you know, part of that's trying to get elected, but part of that was trying to move away from crazy, you know? Because that's what parents do. If I bring you to a town with 10 people, maybe you're not going to get in trouble. <laughs> but um, this fucking um, dumbass um, um, wears um, the hoodie. You know, unless the trouble <laughs> is baked in. It goes back to what Clarence wrote a little bit ago. I don't know if you heard his note, but he said, it's obvious that that boy, and he's a boy, not a man. It's obvious that that boy has horrible parents and zero mentors in his life and has basically been around, allowed to run wild. I mean, I, I guess he figured his mama was a member of Congress so he could bang an underage girl and knock her up. He's so screwed. Young people out there, if you're going to commit felonies, don't record them. We used to understand this back in the old days, but I, this has to be restated. <sighs> that was a dark laugh, but I don't. No, you look at you look at that kid, and you're thinking, yeah, that's going to be somebody. That's going to be somebody they find uh, they 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 find on a on a, on a bed in a super eight or behind a dumpster. No, he's not going to make it that far. That's a little kid. He's going to big man prison. I'm not going to make any requisite Republican jokes here because I don't know. Maybe he gets away with it. I don't know. Our legal our legal system's fucky right now. Well, he flipped a car and damn near killed one of his buddies, and he got away with uh, defect you know defective equipment. Not even a reckless driving. Yeah. I heard the girl's 15 or 14. He's not getting past that. Uh, the girl that he is alleged to have made the sex tape with is 16. Okay. Probably prob like probably was 15 when they made the sex tape. And, uh, you know, stealing from people with cancer. That You know what? I think that triggered me. I think that's what it was. I think that's what it was. Three years, April 23rd. And what else triggered me is, um, um, and this has been really pissing me off. I've had some rage about this. Fucking DeSantis, I, I, I brought this up before, but it's really important. He wants to make THC flavorless. He wants to strip the actual medical components, the limoline, the pinoline, all of those things, the flavoring, as he called them, and reduce the THC level. Meanwhile, one morning I sat at the Circle K and watched them unload beer because I was bored and I, you know, want to see what that was. They, one Circle K, and there's six Circle Ks in town, okay? They took an order for 2,000 bottles of beer on the wall. And he goes, this is just today and this is not even a weekend. 
I was like, wow. No, not 2,000 bottles. 2,000 out of six packs or cases. Let me get that right. That's a lot more beer in either instance. Yeah. A day. My other friend, he, uh, I was helping him. <laughs> he got the wrong antibiotic. Was, I don't know, maybe the nurse was drunk. I'm absolutely serious. And, I, and I'll name it because I, I do have a slight medical background. He got clindamycin for a toothache. Maybe that's okay. But I saw him, and I was like, I don't think that's okay, man. And I haven't heard from him. He got surgery, but, you know, it's 50-50 because it was, you know. But this is the life we live. And there's so many issues there. I didn't even hear what y'all said about the Supreme Court deciding to take up the case. I mean, do we riot now? Seriously. This is bullshit. I would allow this to be all swept under the rug. That motherfucker caused me too much direct trauma. And I, I'm just pulling my head out of my ass from his fucking uh, three and a half years. I'm still traumatized by COVID traumatized that was the scariest experience of my life period and I've done category 5 hurricanes because it was day after day and it got stupider and stupider and stupider and Carolyn got sicker and sicker and sicker couldn't go to the hospital couldn't visit her at the hospital fucking medical system broke the complete fuck down. Couldn't yell or scream. Couldn't yell, go, hey, what happened to her feeding tube? Hey, why is she losing so much weight? What are you guys doing? Where's her stuff? And it's been a clusterfuck since. It didn't get better. I got better. I got better listening to you and Tracy and Todd and Clarence and Dave of the Blind, and I needed that normalcy every night. You guys get me together. Oh, wait. I I called y'all for the crazy ass, because you were my family, man. Yet it goes on. You know, conversations like this happen for a reason. I was going to save this for the end of the program, but, well, let's do it now. First thing I saw when I woke up this morning. The last 12 months. What did you see? What? Well, the last 12 months have had a lot of losses in them. And the first thing I saw this morning when I woke up is that my dear, dear friend, the man who is more responsible than anyone else for the existence of this program and this network, is dead. My dear friend Wayne. Wayne Rebich of Aliquippa, Pennsylvania. Born September the 4th, 1944. 
Almost made it to 80. Passed away yesterday. Godspeed, Wayne. Godspeed. Well, I called Dr. Bill to see if he knew. And he didn't. And he said, if I have to hear it from anyone, I'd rather hear it from you. And he said, I talked to Wayne yesterday. I said, well, what did he say? And he said, he told me that it could happen at any minute. But that he felt great. Oh, that's bad. He felt great. No, that's wonderful. <sighs> I've heard that before. Every time I hear it, I feel great. And that's he, the end. And he, just, yeah, yeah, but uh, how many of us get that? Not fucking many. My mom told me to leave her alone because I kept dragging her back. That was a weird, weird interchange. Carolyn said, take me home. I'm fine. She wasn't fine. I'm grateful for Boss Man Wayne. I'm going to carry his story on, and I barely know him, just from what you've said. I'm sure... There is a better place, and he's there. Even if he's in the atheist room, <laughs> which is a special place. I'm grateful for Mike Malloy, because if you weren't subbing for him that night, I never heard you. Um, I'm, I'm grateful for the people listening right now who haven't called in yet. I'm grateful for the people donating. I'm I'm focused on gratitude because this is our bunker right over here. As as Bannon and 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 if there's someone, if I could give somebody an aneurysm, it'd be Steve fucking Bannon. I swear to God, man, what a cancer! Fucking sentient cancer, so fucking tumor. You know, I always thought I wanted to see Trump break down and fall apart, but I don't know how I feel about that anymore because they're all falling apart. The lie is over. And now it's just debris and explosions. Odd that you would odd that you would m mention that because uh, Wave, I've I've been thinking about it and I mean, I'm not going to sit there and cry or grieve or anything, but in the final analysis, I think when, you know, when the denouement has come and the curtain has rung down on that miserable human being's existence, we're going to find out, well, in, in Shakespearean or, or, or Greek theater terms, his life is a tragedy. Of course it is. You can see it on his face. I, and I don't the, mean, the I, don't, really I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't say tragedy within the meaning of, oh, you know, so many bad things happen to him. I mean, tragedy in the Greek sense. He has been the, uh, from, from, from jump, he has been the author of his own doom. You know what? Every now and then, I will ask myself an absurd self-referential rhetorical question. 
out loud. I'll go, is it all of this just so y'all can say the N word? Seriously? Because that's what this feels like. I mean, I'm getting pissed off at them denigrating my adopted country, which I actually raised a hand and, 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 and took an oath and said I would defend because I'm a naturalized citizen. This is a great country. It can be so much better. No, they and I'm walking around with, we invented the smartphone and, 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 and bandwidth and, and the, the 2.4 and the 5 gigahertz channel and chips and graphic processors. That was us. We did that. Hey, we put men on the moon. Oh. Yes. I'm tired of this. This is a great country full of great people with great stories and great meals and great places. I just wish we didn't get shot up so much. Really. I'm tired of the fucking Heritage Foundation. Fuck them. If I could have one free terrorist act, that was hypothetical, Agent Smith, okay? Seriously. And, and the Federalist Foundation, fuck them with a pitchfork. Those two organizations, they... Anyways, what I was talking about, Ron DeSantis and his fucking posse. They wanted to neuter weed. Uh, they have a uh, dispensary cartel. Um, one thing I got to tip my hat to, um, one thing I have to tip my hat to, to Mitch is the Farm Bill of 2018. For all the fuckery that motherfucker did. They may let him into heaven over that. And, and DeSantis wants to fuck with the Farm Bill. He wanted to go against the Constitution and go, no, you can't have this in the state. Fuck you, Ron DeSantis. No, let's all drink more, shall we? Let's not have a fucking gummy. That's what this is about. We're all, we were all having too much fun. And when a cop stopped you, he couldn't do anything about it. So they're missing that uh, probation money. They're missing that court cost money. And that's all this was about. They wanted to um, re-felonize uh, distillate because before the farm bill, it was a felony. They wanted to criminalize Delta-8, which is truly medical. And any of the new things and the new, new innovations that come out. And then I read today that fucking... California collected a billion dollars in taxes from cannabinoids last year. A billion dollars. How much innovation? How many jobs, really? I mean, seriously? I, I went, uh, I was looking for a sale for, um, boat, sailboat. And, a yard of cannabis is thirty dollars, and it comes from fucking China. Yeah. So I'm tired of the lies. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get spastic over it because everything that comes out of their mouth is bullshit. Everything. It's, it, it's. Villainous, venomous, racist bullshit. And we can't let it go. And it doesn't even make sense. 
I mean, I'm, I, I've uh, attacked uh, verbally and intellectually racist directly at this point, and they all just start spit bubbling. My favorite new phrase is, oh, behold, the master race. Which is some Reddit shit that'll get you in trouble in real life. But I'm done. I, I'm. Black History Month, too. Shout out. February 29th. Truth. I mean, as Jared said, forgot his name. Can't we all just get along? Seriously. Oh, Rodney King. Was that so bad? Rodney King, there was a time we got along. I remembered it. I was there. That was not it, though. It kind of started happening back. You know, actually, it did, Robin. It really did. I think we got along better in the late 90s than we do right now, which is terrifying to me. All of a sudden, it feels like 1973, 74. Oh, shout out to Pops. My dad's going to be 90 next month. 90. 1934. So I got to vent all of this and... Go hang out with my dad and, and uh, stomp out some of the, uh, the family friction that developed and be the older brother. But yeah... Tired of lies, the fakery, the, the tired of it all. And I hope we'll win. Because if we don't, I gotta leave. I'm not standing for the shit show. I, I, I'm kind of, I don't know. I mean, I have a five-year-old granddaughter, and I have to run and call my my, my daughter and go. Is she is she vaccinated from the measles? Because I'm in Florida. Right. That shit popped off. Yes, that shit popped off by my house where I used to live. Oh, you know, when I when I covered the story yesterday, Wave, I thought about you. Because yeah. you know, it's, it's Broward County. Yeah, it, it, um, from where I was, approximately 10 miles. And 10 miles seriously means everywhere. And then we got a fucking a, a, a surgeon general... And shame on you, black man. Shame on you. Who's going, you don't need a, you don't need a vaccine. I'm like, for measles? What is wrong with you? I got vaccinated and I got measles. It was terrible. I'm of that generation, too. The, 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 the measles vaccine I, that I got when I was a child didn't take, was defective, whatever. And I, within, within the space of six weeks, I got chicken pox. Measles and mumps. And mumps, yes. <laughs> we we danced to the same song. And I don't, you know, it's the same, we don't need vaccines and we're going to fuck with weed. You guys are bad at science. You don't even believe in it. Why are you making this decision? Back to the IBS. Back to the to women's health. Leave this shit alone. Well, you know, it's interesting. It, study it or anything. You're you're tapped into the zeitgeist wave because, uh, well, um, every year uh, for uh, for several years now in the Senate of the United States, Senator Tammy Duckworth of Illinois 
who uh, who was who was a legit hero. She lost her legs during the Bush War, but she's given birth to two children, and she required in vitro fertilization in order in order to to do so, and so she repeatedly introduces bills to protect the right to IVF on a federal level, Wave, okay? And while the maggots are running around with their knees bent and, 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 and grunting and barking about how IVF, oh, the Alabama Supreme, oh, I support IVF. Well, yesterday, Wednesday, the 28th day of February, Tammy Duckworth once again introduced her bill to protect the right to in vitro fertilization. And up popped Senator, Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith from Mississippistan. And her reason for blocking it said it would, it would legalize the creation of human cloning and human animal chimeras. You know, those monkey jellyfish hybrids in the wet markets of old Kowloon that Alex Jones talks about all the time. You know, I really wanted to go to Biloxi. I really did. I, I, there's five states I will not set a foot in. Um, Arkansas, Oklahoma, what was the other one? Mississippi, still on the list. Sorry, Mississippi. Texas. And uh, there's another one. Idaho. Yes, that's the one. That's the one. And it's shit like that. Why does she even have to pipe up, all right? Does she even have eggs anymore? Shut the entire fuck up, seriously. Seriously. You don't have any skin in this game. Why are you muddying it up for anybody else? Well, it's, it's being blamed on Cindy Hyde-Smith, but the fact of the matter is, Wave, as Josh Mar Marshall pointed out at Talking Points Memo, they're hanging this on Hyde-Smith, but the entire Senate GOP has now united to block a federal law to keep IVF legal. They're all coming out and saying that frozen embryos are equal to living children. No more than frozen fishes. Oh, boy. And from, from down there in Florida, well, there was one maggot in the House who supported a bill to protect IVF and yesterday Anna Pava Laguna the woman who is alleged to have done sexy time with Matt at Just Gates Worse oh, uh, she withdrew her co-sponsorship of the legislation who, who withdrew the sponsorship? Was this an the Senate or was this No, in the that's House? in the House. That's Anna Paula Laguna. Uh, Anna, Anna Paula Luna. Uh, she's, a, she's a Florida rep. Yeah, yeah. she's from a Florida yeah. district. Yeah, she's a Florida, Central Florida. Yeah, she's a Central Florida representative. She's a piece of shit. Yeah. She really is. She's a Trump licker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why is she typing it? Take, take the bribes and shut the fuck up, Anna. Nobody cares. That, that's literally where I'm at with these people. Because, right. the, because wave, wave, as well. wave, honey, it's because she's pro-life. They're not pro-life. If they were pro-life, they would provide summer food. All right? right? They can't even they can't even deauthorize Medicare. But they're pro-life. I mean, consider. Okay, they're in Alabama. 
where uh, the uh, Chief Justice of the Alabama Supreme Court cited Genesis 40 times and God 80 times in his opinion. Well, they declared that frozen embryos are living children, but at the same time, the state of Alabama continues to refuse to accept free federal money to make sure that hungry kids get to eat during the summer when school's not in session. More, yeah, that's so pro-life. And I fear, oh, we lost way. It'll open the door. It'll open the door to cloning. Well, don't worry, Cindy Hyde Smith. Nobody's going to want to clone you. I'm a little bit curious here because I think there may be there may actually be. audio Cindy Hyde Smith and it's worth uh, it's worth looking for Yeah, there's Cindy Hyde Smith, Smith Smith, dipshit Jones. Uh, let's check in real quick. As she, um, and and it's so funny because the National Republican Senatorial Campaign Committee sent out a memo recently telling their members to get in line and pretend that they support IVF. Uh, I think Cindy has some problems with. You know, reading comprehension and the like. It will legalize the creation of human animal chimeras. Other developed countries like Germany, New Zealand, and Australia. It chimera? You, again, she has problems with reading comprehension. Let's hear that pronunciation one more time. It will legalize the creation of human animal chimeras. Chimeras. Chimera, chimera, chim, chimery. Wasn't that in Mary Poppins or something? No singing. 165 bucks, by the way. Uh, uh, Marcus Barham, a journalist, said Senator Hi- Cindy Hyde Smith blocks an attempt by Senator Tammy Duckworth to enshrine access to IVF in federal law on Wednesday by saying it would legalize the creation of human cloning and human animal, animal chimeras. One, the bill does no such thing. Two, it's not pronounced that way. Yeah, the last time I saw Cindy Hyde Smith, she was wearing a kepi cap in Confederate gray and holding a musket down at the slave plantation known as uh, Bill Reeve along the Mississippi coast. It was the slave mansion maintained by Jefferson Davis. You gotta wonder who wrote that shit for her.
But here we are, and it's who they are, right? Yeah! Oh, excuse me. Something's already blooming, I suppose. I thought I got to the mute button in time. Let's go out to Missouri stand, shall we? A, uh, a Republican from Missouri is apparently not real happy. Uh, the, this person's name is, and I assume it's Shamed because it's spelled shamed, S-H-A-M-E-D, shamed. Shamed Dogan, a Republican from Baldwin, uh, shared a screenshot with the listing for gubernatorial candidates for the Republican nomination on the Secretary of State's website. At the top of the list is the name of Daryl Leon McClanahan III, and I mean that. His name is listed above that of Mike Kehoe and Jay Ashcroft, who are both uh, more well-known Republican politicians in Missouri. And Representative Dogan said, Hey, Missouri GOP, I just learned the candidate listed first on our primary ballot for governor is a cross-burning KKK member who ran for U.S. Senate two years ago and freely admits his KKK membership and white supremacist beliefs. And Dogan went ahead and said the guy's a racist loser. Uh, McClanahan then said, uh, "Well, he got uh, he got he got upset." And uh, Shamed Dogan, I would like to respectfully request that you cease and desist from making defamatory statements about me on the X platform. Your statement about me being a cross-burning KKK member and white supremacist is false and damaging to my reputation. Uh, the only problem is that uh, McClanahan has been photographed standing in front of, come on, a burning cross. And uh, he sued the Anti-Defamation League and Jonathan Greenblatt because they published an article about how they've been keeping track of him for years because he affiliates with white supremacist and Christian identity groups. And so uh, I I am not a crossbone and Klansman, but on the other hand, he self-identifies as, oh dear, I wonder what his pronouns are, coo and clucks. I'm a pro-white man, horseman, politician, political prisoner activist who is dedicated to traditional Christian values. And 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 the fact that I was a member of the Knights Party Ku Klux Klan and the League of the South, well, those was only honorary memberships. Uh, but I did attend in 2019 a private religious Christian identity cross-lighting ceremony falsely described as a cross-burning. You, you want to you, you help me here? The, 
but the Missouri Republicans may be stuck with him. And I hope he, I hope he sticks to him like Gorilla Glue. I'm not a racist or a Klansman. I'm just pro-white man. Political prisoner, activist. He's all yours, Missouri Republican Party. Enjoy him. And I wonder, you know, Missouri has not always been a, a blood-red maggot state or a Republican state. And I kind of wonder if uh, uh, those good show-me folks, hi, Kanda, might ponder the fact that their party has Nazis in it. And Klansmen, and Christian Identity, and Christian Nationalist, and various and sundry white supremacists. It is, in fact, the party of all those things. And I will direct our collective attention to that uh, that German proverb of, well, within the last hundred years, that if nine people are sitting at a table, and one Nazi sits down among them, and none of the nine say anything, you have nine Nazis sitting at the table. Denial is a hell of a drug. Uh, Chimeras, says Stephen New York, and Sporkfoot would indict those Chimeras. Indicted, yes. Emilio, them there chimerits scare me the fuck off. Die, chimeras, die. I'm surprised they haven't gotten around to calling people like me a chimera yet. Uh, Wave sentiment from his earlier call that got disconnected said, uh, uh, Stephen New York said, I like Leonard Cohen's words. It's coming to America first, the cradle of the best and of the worst. It's here they got the range and the machinery for change, and it's here they got the spiritual thirst. Thanks for that, Steve. There's never a bad moment for a... Leonard Cohen citation. Oh, um, let's see, what else? They're having fun at Alina Habana Habana Habana's expense. Over the weekend, this was cute, and this was before. This was even before Nitwit Nero had to confess that he's brokered the Ten Commandments and pours Job's turkey. Uh, Mary McCord was interviewed on the weekend on MSNBC, and uh, Michael Steele was there too. 
and it was fun. It was fun with counsel for the par- with, for the parking garage day. Andrea Ocasio-Cortez's Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez, and she made that argument that it is bigger than this, that it's about the fact that he has been grifting New Yorkers yeah. for years. I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah, no, no, I, I think that uh, that's all very interesting, particularly when you consider uh, what Trump's lawyers are still saying about these matters right now. You have from the Hill, Alina Haba saying Trump is the greatest businessman out there and, and, and more she specific. Extra she gets that. paid extra to say that, quote, President Trump is one of the smartest businessmen one of, and one of the greatest presidents we have ever seen, which has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> if she thinks she's, she's going to take him down, that goal will not be successful. And that is the message I can give everyone listening here. It will not be successful. So in what part of this process does the court call BS on this, because that's essentially where we are. I think that's kind of what Judge Ngoron did, you know, yesterday when he rejected the request to stay this judgment for 30 days. And he's like, you haven't given me any good reason. Take it up with the Court of Appeals if you want to take it up. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think he'll be taken up on that. Mm -hmm. I think Trump's attorneys will not when they move for uh, they may move to stay this judgment. But again, if they post the bond and appeal, it, it will be stayed pending that, right? So they just need to take those steps. So I think Judge Ngoran kind of thought, well, look, you have another mechanism, and you, you've said you're going to appeal this. I'm not staying this judgment. But he's been saying to them all along, right? right. I'm calling bullshit. Mm. Yes, yes. yes. Be oh, be be so sorry. Right. Um, Mary, you were the former acting assistant attorney general for national security uh, at the Justice Department. Is Donald Trump, given his financial exposure and national security risk? Well, yes, because, you know, we're talking about how difficult it might be for him to 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 make this, you know, bond post this near half billion dollar bond. But he has certainly plenty of people who might want to bail him out on that. Some of those might be foreign. Some of those might be Russian oligarchs. Some of those might be, you know, people right here in the U.S., Elon Musk, etc., whose plane, I understand, landed at Mar-a-Lago uh, several days ago. So, you know, he could have, you know, anytime you're talking about somebody who's running for president or holding any elective office and potentially could have you know, some indebtedness or feeling of owing somebody else something, that's very dangerous. And particularly here, as we as we know, you know, his fondness for Putin, his uh, his continuing praise of Putin and uh, the way he governs Russia. And, um, you know, that's something where I could very much see uh, people there who have the means helping out. There's, there'll be others in other countries, too. There's plenty mm. of other countries that would like to get some favors from Donald Trump should he become the president again. This is this is this is crazy because if Donald Trump were not running for president and we're just, you know, trying to get a job in the federal government, he literally literally could not get a national security clearance. You're right, Ralphs. Ralph said, Oh, she almost said bullshit. Yeah, well, it's just like Mika keeps drawing ever closer to saying uh motherfucker. So, uh, a couple of other things. Wave mentioned poor little Nex Benedict lynched in a girl's bathroom in Owasso, Oklahoma. Well, more 
more information just keeps coming out. And it it becomes more and more obvious that the DOJ has to get it. The Civil Rights Division of the DOJ must get involved. And I don't care how much barking and grunting and hooting and screaming about the weaponized federal government there is. Let Sporkfoot and all the other weirdos out there jump out. There's only two genders. Let them do that. Let them let them slime a uh, a dead a dead lynched child, and let's see how the majority of Americans feel. So Ryan Walters, whom you may recall last week, I had the, we played the audio of him getting dressed down uh, by the vice mayor of uh, the village, a suburb of Tulsa. Well, the heat just keeps increasing on Ryan Walters because, well, he's uh, he's lying in a bed that he's made, and he he laid down with dogs and he's getting up with fleas. It turns out that not only does he pal around with a terrorist, an avowed, confessed terrorist like Chaya Ratchik, not like Chaya Ratchik, but Chaya Ratchik, but he's also pals with someone who calls himself Ron, the real Ron Ron Cosby, C-A-U-S-B-Y. And the real Ron Ron Cosby... Even went so far as to share a video where he called on violence against trans kids in school. It's so bad that uh, the real Ron Ron Cosby was barred from being either a substitute teacher or a bus driver by the Owasso Public Schools because of his hateful comments. And at one point, so that means he and his kids are within the Owasso School District? And in that video where he talked about, where he encouraged violence against trans kids, he told his daughters to kick the shit out of a trans kid if they encountered one in the bathroom. It's enough to make you wonder if it was the Cosby girls who might have lynched next Benedict. And so Ryan Walters has gone has, has wallowed gleefully with the real Ron Ron Cosby. Cosby even had a 2022 fundraising event for Ryan Walters, the state school superintendent. Oh, I think this case has legs. Then there's Kentucky Stan, where a bill has been introduced. Hopefully Governor Bashir would veto it, but I don't know how veto-proof uh, 
his legislature might be. The uh, maggot legislature there wants to revise existing law in Kentucky so that a trans kid in the <clears throat> wrong bathroom still waiting for a real for a meaningful definition of that that doesn't involve a misunderstanding of third grade biology because Kentucky Stan has passed a bathroom ban of their own and the maggots in Kentucky in this bill, want to empower the, the Commonwealth of Kentucky to seize trans kids over where they go potty, steal them from their parents, and put them in foster care. Because we all know that foster care is in such good shape in places like Kentucky Stan and West Virginia Stan and Alabama and Tennessee Stan. Allison Chapman broke the story. She said Kentucky has introduced a bill that would remove trans kids from their home if they don't follow the state's school bathroom ban and, char- and charge, charge, criminally charge their parents with neglect. This is the same kind of thing that got next Benedict lynched. And the law went into effect last year, the bathroom ban went into effect last year because the Kentucky stand legislature actually overrode Governor Bashir's veto. They really would like to just go out and be able to murder trans kids. They would. (sighs) And we now know who's going to uh, deliver the Republican maggot response to the State of the Union. It's going to be a freshman senator, the junior senator from Alabama, Katie Britt. Now, she's been in the Senate for a little over a year. She replaced her longtime boss, Richard Shelby. And there, uh, she she gave a statement. Uh, the 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 State of the Union will be um, a week from tonight, Thursday, March the seventh. And Katie Britt said, "I am truly honored and grateful for the opportunity to speak directly to my fellow Americans and have a candid conversation about the future of our nation." The Republican Party, try to listen, try to hear this without laughing or spitting out your dinner or, 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 you know, spit taking your screen or whatever. Keep your eyes on the road if you're driving. 
the Republican Party is the party of hard-working parents and families, and I'm looking forward to putting this critical perspective in front and center. There's no doubt that President Biden's failed presidency has made America weaker and more vulnerable at every turn. At this decisive moment in our country's history, it's time for the next generation to step up and preserve the American dream for our children and our grandchildren as long as they ain't queer. I added the last part because that's always included. As long as they're cisgender and straight and Christian and heterosexual, I don't know about y'all, but this sounds like an audition for a VP slot. And understand, as far as Nitwit Nero is concerned, she'd fit the bill. She's youngish. She's very pretty. Uh, she's got about a melanoma length haircut. And you know, if you put some, if you put some highlights in there, Katie, you'd, uh, you'd, you'd, you'd be like a, a beauty queen. Don't be surprised if Katie Britt doesn't want, I'd, I'd, I'd you know, I'd put a five dollar bill on it with, a, or a five pound note on it with, uh, uh, my, my, uh, my bookie in London. He's real mad at me right now because I actually won the last bet. Uh, we we agreed on uh, we agreed to uh, watch a a uh, live cam of some birds on a wire, and I bet on the right bird. It flew away first. Ah, you lie. That's what you are. You just lie. Matt in San Francisco says, "Great conversation. Talk about tapped into the zeitgeist." I've hated Republicans at a visceral level since the 80s. The lies they were focused on then were centered around homosexuals and how we shouldn't be allowed to teach children, be around children, be allowed to roam free. We were defective. I mean, God made AIDS to take care of us, don't you know? There's something about watching all your friends around you die. Something about going to more funerals in your 20s than your grandparents were going to that makes you question what the fuck is going on. Something about watching all that human potential, watching all that kindness and creativity just disappear. Such loss. Being ensconced in it, while at the same time hearing and seeing in the media how we were getting what we deserved. Yeah, man, wasn't the plague coined, or wasn't the term coined by fat, dead Jerry Falwell the gay plague, or was that uh, was that creepy old dead Pat Robertson? It can make you, Matt continues, politically aware a lot sooner than most. It can turn you into a downright radical activist. It can make you really act up. You don't get through all that without experiencing trauma. 
I've lived long enough to see other folks learn that all the venom and bullshit spewed by the right was just that. Bullshit. Hell, we could even get married now. You know, for now. So you would think that being so wrong would shut the right wing up. But no, no, no. They just recycle that same old shit, put a new trans wrapper on their hate, and then push it out everywhere. Only this time with an assist from social media and Russian trolls. These people are just hateful, awful people. They hate love. They hate beauty. They hate anyone different. Anyone who dares to live in truth. What are they so afraid of? Oh, Matt, I think you can answer your own question. The closet is a fine and quiet place, but none, I think, do their embrace. They need to be stopped. The damage they do is unable to be calculated. They've cloaked themselves in so much fear and hate that when they see joy and love, they must snuff it out. That's no way to live. Put me down for a hundred bucks in memory of Boss Man Wayne. Be gentle on yourself, Roxanne. Guard your heart. Let it remain full of kindness and love even as you grieve. Let's keep taking care of each other. Yeah, Matt, thank you. It's a lot. I've known, and I told you all months ago that this day was coming, and I knew it was coming, and it's not okay when it comes. You know, from the very first broadcast, I've said every night at the close of the program, Gina, it's all for you. Beginning at the end of last summer, I added, love you, Wayne. That changes this evening. By the time I said, love you, Wayne, last night, he was already gone. And I remember how I embraced him as he cried over the loss of his beloved Gina. (laughs) And how he said, she so enjoyed what I did behind the microphone that he wanted to create a living memorial to her. And he did. And this is it. For more than 20 years, this is it. And every night, every program closes with Gina. It's all for you. And I tried to put down some thoughts And I don't know where or if they'll be published. Probably. But I thought I would share them here. And then I'm going to go. My friend Wayne Rebich is gone. His heart's given out. And such a heart it's been. Such a man he was. He went about dying like he went about living. 
all in. My friend Wayne would have lived forever if he could. He was that curious, that committed, that determined to the things any good man should be determined about. To his family, to the people with whom he has shared this world, to the people who work and sweat and struggle for their bread, to the people who have needed and who have had a Wayne Rebich to fight for them in their lives. Even if they didn't know it. My friend Wayne entered this life on this planet on 4 September 1944. The war wasn't over as he joined a war there in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania that would last his life long. The war, my friend Wayne thought, was an all-too-ordinary all war. It was a war fought mostly without bullets. It was a war for dignity, a war for respect. My friend Wayne was what Shakespeare called a warrior for the working day. Along the way in his war, Wayne served his country and served it well. He gave a time in his life to the United States via her Air Force. He got his honorable discharge and carried it like the badge of honor that it was. Pennsylvania boy that he was. Wayne nonetheless met the woman who was his equal in every sense of the word, Gina, when he found himself in Vermont, and to his joyful surprise, found her. They fit like puzzle pieces with all but two pieces gone. They made and raised three amazing sons, Josh and Nick and Zach. There are grandchildren now, even if Gina, having left in 2005 far too early, never got to see them. Wayne has shown them all to her in his tireless heart. Gina left in 2005 and Wayne went forward, tears in his eyes for 18 more years and missed her every minute of every day. I think it fair to say that Wayne found his destiny in the hills and hollers of West Virginia. Rolling the dice, he and Gina came here to make a life and made one with enviable love and light. And in West Virginia... He found his church. He became an apostle of the gospel of labor and was once referred to proudly in this state as a union man. In West Virginia, Wayne found his calling at the Affiliated Construction Trades Foundation where he was able to pursue a calling that rose from the wellspring of his soul to work for people who work for a living and work he did and fearlessly. He took on dirty contractors and anti-union companies and dressed down members of government as easily as he breathed air. For Wayne, it wasn't a job. It was a trust. It was a calling no less sacred than any preacher's and frankly more sincere. He wasn't in the soul-saving business. He was about the business of saving and making lives. Moving among people who thought themselves better than working people, never once did he bow either head nor knee. His family will miss him. His beloved grandchildren will remember him and love their grandfather and tell stories generations into the future. His extended Serbian birth family will toast his memory in joy and laughter and grief. For my part, 
going to spend the rest of my life missing you. Like the devil misses Union installed central air conditioning. He taught me so much. And somewhere, anywhere, nowhere, wherever, Gina will smile to see him when he comes to her. Wayne was never a Pearly Gates kind of guy. West Virginia will know she has lost a son. Requiem Scott in Paco Wayne Ribich. You lived life as it was meant to be lived. The proof is in the legacy of the lives you touched. There won't be a funeral. There won't be a memorial service. In lieu of flowers, Wayne wants anyone reading this or hearing this to either join or form a union. It's West Virginia's and America's only hope. It always has been. I could spend the rest of the these remaining 15 minutes telling stories. The, the Jaguar that he picked up, I guess it was back in the 70s. He was telling me the story, and back then he looked at me and said, Oh, Bob, that Jaguar was hotter than the interior of the sun. Oh, how we laughed. That train ride to Chicago. I thought I was going to punch that little motherfucker. I thought you were, too. And he didn't bat an eyelash when I came out. In fact, one of the first things he said to me was, well, damn. You make a lot better looking woman than you ever did a man. I tend to agree. It's been sinking in all day. He fought cancer and heart disease at the same time and refused to give up. All the way to the end. He accepted what was coming. And I think his reward, or at least some portion of it, was to go peacefully. One of his jobs in the military was a greenskeeper on a golf course on an Air Force base in Massachusetts. Or maybe Guam. Maybe both. And he always loved that line from Caddyshack. 
that scene. Where Bill Murray is talking about having been a looper for the Dalai Lama. Let me see if I can find that. You know what I'm talking about. Pops right up. Yeah, you kind of knew there'd be an ad with this one. So I jump ship in Hong Kong. And I make my way over to Tibet. And I get on as a looper at a course over there in Himalayas. A looper? A looper. You know, a caddy, a looper. Jack. So I tell him I'm a pro jack. And who do you think they give me? The Dalai Lama himself. The 12th son of the Lama. The flowing robes, the grace, bald. Striking. So I'm on a first tee with him. I give him the driver. He hauls off and whacks one. Big hitter, the Lama. Long. Into a 10,000 foot crevice right at the base of this glacier. Do you know what the Lama says? No. Gunga, Galunga. Gunga, Gunga, la Gunga. So we finish 18, and he's going to stiff me. And I say, hey, Lama, hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know. And he says, oh, uh, there won't be any money. But when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that going for me. Which is nice. Which is nice. And from what I've been able to tell, he got that. Which was nice. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Ralphs, and thank you, Billable Rick. Uh, Rick wrote, I'm so sorry for the loss. Of your hero and dear friend Wayne. I wish I'd had the pleasure of meeting Wayne, but that may happen in the hereafter. Your eulogy letter for Wayne was eloquent and heartfelt. I'll pledge whatever it takes to finish to the good for February in Wayne's memory. My deepest condolences. Rick. Rick, thank you. Thank you so much. I need to check in with, the, with his kids dealt with everything. There is not a thing left. There's not a scrap of paperwork that needs to be addressed. He was that determined. This state lost a giant and a lot of people in this state won't even know it. He recovered tens upon tens upon tens of thousands of dollars of stolen wages for people who didn't even know he was doing it for them. 
long, long time ago, he said on this program, I'm trying to work myself out of a job. If everybody was a member of a union, I wouldn't have to fight so damn hard. And he never quit working till the day yesterday when he passed. So thank you, Billable Rick. Um, between Matt and Ralph's, all that remains is 40 bucks. And he'd be tickled to know it. So that's it. I'm going to knock off a few minutes early. Brother Deacon Asa said, Aw, BMW. We'll remember him. He held on to his sense of humor to the last minute, and he did. He did. Which is nice. So thanks, everybody. Thanks to our Patreon and PayPal subscribers. Thanks to our a la carte contributors and challenge makers and challenge respondents. Thanks to each and every one of you who share your precious finite time engaging in this program in whatever manner you so choose. By the way, there's a roundness to this. Seventeen years ago, on the first day of February, my father passed away. One day ago, on the last day of February, I like to think he decided. I like to think that he decided to go on the twenty eighth, so that he didn't, so that people would remember and not have to only remember in leap years. That's his kind of humor. On the last day of February, one of the best friends I've ever had passed. February. Short month. Loaded. Thanks to our all-volunteer staff. Thank you, Roger, in the chat room. Thank you to our news ninjas. Thank you, Brother Deacon Asa, headon.live. Please, um, like each episode. Subscribe to a, a podcast platform or two so you'll always get the program. Leave a comment or a review. It takes hardly a minute, and it makes such a difference. It costs nothing. Of course, nothing here. There's nothing here that costs anything. Thank you, John Fox in Australia. Thank you, Ben Birch, WhiteRoseSociety.org. Thanks to the hardest working people I know, the folks at Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net. 25-plus years at the forefront of the struggle for human rights and environmental justice in Appalachia. And Boss Man Wayne served proudly on the board of Coal River Mountain Watch for years and brought much-needed knowledge of institutional governance because he'd been so involved with the unions. And Coal River Mountain Watch is a proud union shop, and it tickled him to pieces when I told him. 
please stay safe, get your booster, get your flu shot. Wear your mask when you're around groups of five or more, and God knows if you're around Trump supporters. Saw one. I saw a truck in the Wally World parking lot today that had a that 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 sort of outline of Jesus with the crown of thorns on his head, and over there on the other side of the rear glass of the truck was a decal with John 3:16, "For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son, that whosoever should believe on him should not perish but have everlasting life." And then down on the left side of the rear bumper, Trump, 2024. And it occurred to me at that moment, you know, I don't think you understand the message. Wash your hands, don't touch your face, use your hand sanitizer, carry it with you, pocket or purse. (sighs) Maintain your social distance as best you can. And always, 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 Wayne and Gina, it's all for you.